It's the Exit 52 podcast instant analysis time after a comprehensive, comprehensive 34 to 6 win over the Los Angeles Chargers and boys. Despite the 34 points on the boards, that board this day is about defense, 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 defense. Ravens hold the Chargers to 208 total yards, hold them to 14 first downs, one of the most high-powered offenses in the NFL. Justin Herbert throws for under 200 yards, 195, a touch in INT. Just an incredible bounce-back performance from Monday's game where really you know, the offense bailed out the D in this one. The offense did what they had to do today for sure. But this game was about defense. Banks, what did you see out there um, on that side of the ball? And what was a, really a statement win for the Ravens overall? It was a statement win for the defense. I mean, that was a complete role reversal from the other night. Um, the offense came out firing. They played well on the first couple drives. And they didn't play poorly the rest of the way, but they were not at all the stronger side of the ball. I mean, like you said, this Chargers offense is supposed to be the next big thing in the NFL. The, the AFC West is supposed to be the toughest division. We've already wrapped up all our games against them three and one with the loss coming to the Raiders of all teams, which is kind of crazy to think about. But the defense, I mean, they look so terrible on Monday night for the vast majority of that game. Anthony Averett, really rough showing on Monday night. Today, awesome. I thought he played tremendous. There were some plays even that weren't in pass coverage where I thought he got his nose in there on some run plays and just kind of made a statement. And it was really the physicality, I think, um, those intermediate passes, those short third down plays where we just disrupted any kind of rhythm the Chargers tried to get into. I felt like Justin Herbert was never quite comfortable back there. And then the receivers were, were really never comfortable coming out of their breaks. I feel like we just kind of bullied them um, when they were trying to trying to make their breaks and try to get open on those third downs. It felt like a lot of times the ball was already passing. They were just completely out of rhythm. And I'm not sure how much it has to do with scheme with Wink Martindale. It feels like it had a lot to do with it. Um, but even then, I mean, Justin Houston was all over the backfield, only got a sack until late in the game, but he was constantly causing disruption back there, which is exactly what you sign a, sign a guy like that up for. So, um, man, like soup to nuts, whole game. The only reason they really even scored was Lamar through that awful interception late in the first half. But, Man, like if this defense can play like like anything like this for the entire season, like we have our shit together like we thought we did in the preseason. Like with or without Marcus Peters, this is th that kind of defensive performance is capable of beating obviously any team because the Chargers were supposed to be close to if not the class of the NFL going into this game. So we're fired up. I'm I'm fucking fired up about the way the Ravens played today. It's hard not to be. You you look at the score. Not not necessarily the offensive stats, but that was the 2019 Ravens game. That was a of course it, first first what four minutes of the third quarter. You're like, this game is done. Yeah, like, this, this is, and I, I felt pretty good about me sending that the the can we pod now text. Uh, we can check the time on that. It was super I early. I hate that text. There's no text. I hate. We more. hate the text. We, we yeah, about but, it but I on. think this one was justified because again, you could just tell it was how one, flat the one thirty seven p.m. You yeah. sent it. Yeah, and I again, I mean, was I wrong? I think it, I think it, you it pulled the trigger pretty early on that one, but yeah, but, but, but that's it. That was the thing about the game is like it we, was done. the whole time we, we built a lead from the other side, Eric here. We expected like Justin Herbert's got to put up a fight at some point, at some you point, think. That he's going to find a rhythm at some point. He just never found one whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, we, that was kind of like a welcome to the NFL kind of game. I know he's not even a rookie anymore, but 
that was like, man, that's a young quarterback looking like a young quarterback out there. And, and I know we talked about it a little bit on the podcast last week about like, yeah, he went to Kansas city and won in the hostile crowd, but this seemed like, like the full package of one o'clock kickoff, tough environment on the road, uh, you know, a, a defense who at times can be, be very intimidating. And again, Wink Martindale being this probably drooling the entire game being like, we, we got this guy. And again, he, like you said, he looked, he looked like a rookie. He looked like a bad rookie. Um, yeah. Just timid. Very timid. And it was, was he not taking full three-step drops? It's like he would take like a step and a half drop and he was surround not, not only by like the Ravens, by his linemen. I feel like we speed rushed the shit out of them on the edge where we just like sprinted it. up field and he took it. Maybe, maybe we looked at the tape and said, Hey, here's a guy whose five-step drop is a little deeper than most teams. Let's just get up field and try to try to bother Cut him, like bother that backside of him. And we were just beating their, their tackles up field. So, yeah, and, and like, I don't know how many, how many hits they got on him and, and the stats like that. But again, if, I feel like they were in his face a lot. And early on, I feel like he was a, a lot of, they weren't trying to go downfield. Everything was like eight to 12 yards downfield, not, not pushing it, but not like just all checkdowns. And again, like you said, every ball was tipped off their guy's hands. Every play, I mean, on, on the two fourth downs going directly at Marlin. Kind of weird. Yeah. The third kind and fourth weird. down on consecutive plays. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and especially the fourth down play where it wasn't even close. Was it Keenan Allen or was it somebody else? No, it wasn't. I, it was, I think it was number five. I thought he pushed off. He sprinted right at Marlon and kind of like tried to push off on him. And Marlon, obviously, like you can, you can't really get too physical with him. And Marlon was still right on top of him. And mm-hmm. since he kind of went to kind of break off of him and, and get physical with him, he wasn't ready to catch the ball. He wasn't ready to turn around and catch it from, from Herbert. So, yeah, they, I mean, every, and was that, that was the, the fourth down from the 19, right? Uh, I think, I'm not I think sure. it was, but I mean, again, like Staley, I feel like Staley was trying to get very cute and trying to like, here, here are my onions. I'm going to go for it. And it's just like, nothing worked out for him or them. Um, I'm looking at now, like 12 rushes, 26 yards. I mean, they, they couldn't do anything. Again, passing. Uh, I think they said this was Herbert's second game under 200 yards passing. And what, like, and- was, what was bizarre to me about his performances, and Banks sort of said this earlier, is in all of these games where they get into uh, – that they've gotten into in his career against good teams, for the most part, he at least throws some punches. Like, he's going to go back and forth and score with you a little bit. And even if they lose by 14, you feel like he's put a scare to the other team. That's just sort of how his career is Isn't gone. there an element to you where, like, we were – we came to today's game wanting a fight and wanting a good punch from Justin Herbert and see what the kid had. And we just like, didn't even get it. There's a part of me that's a little dissatisfied. Yeah. Like, I was, just, I was waiting for it to be, for them to draw, you know, go, you know, six plays for 80 yards in like two minutes and 10 seconds. But oh, okay. All right. Okay. Now like give the ball back till tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Yeah. It's not and, like and we get to see a lot of chargers games. So like we hear about Justin Herbert, we see him on red zone. We see all these things and it's like, Oh, is, is this, is this who Justin Herbert is? Is this the guy that everyone's supposed to be afraid of? But the Ravens, and this is when the Ravens are at their absolute best. And this has not been a formula that is just unique to this team, but especially over the last few years, you know, you force a punt, they go 12 plays, 90 yards and 639 and score. They force another punt and then go eight plays, 74 and 455. And, and that this is not like something other teams don't do. But when this this current iteration of the Baltimore Ravens at their best, 
is that puts the other team under so much anxiety because if you don't score or you don't hold the ball for more than three plays, you don't know when you're getting it back. Like under, under this, under this running attack oriented version of the Ravens, which we haven't seen quite frankly, the last few weeks, you know, the whole story was, you know, the Ravens rushing attacks, been inefficient. They're, they're figuring out the running backs, blah, blah, blah. Lamar's, you know, kept them in games, you know, with his arm. And today they really got back to the fundamentals of what so many of those blowouts in 20 of 19 in 2019 were long extended drives early in the game that just took the life out of teams and then really suffocating defense that leads to things like 34 to six, you know, that that's what we saw so many times two years ago. And now, you know, the Ravens really put on a, a similar type of performance where really, but, but better defensively because the offense didn't do much to the last three quarters. Like they, they scored, but you look at the, the overall numbers and it's not anything eye popping. Um, yeah. The offense gave the Ravens control of the game and then they kind of maintained it. They kind of, Coast isn't really the right word, but they just kind of maintained, and the defense just did their job the rest of the way and brought it home. And the, and they and they made plays when they need to. You you saw multiple things of of what makes Lamar Jackson special. The really thing, the impressive thing to me offensively, I think you got to give a lot of props to a guy like Devontae Freeman, who looked a little bit like yeah, he had know, some five years ago. Devontae it's funny. Freeman. It's funny we we're talking at the tailgate at twelve forty-five. We were about to split apart and go watch a game, and and I we were just saying like. Oh, Tyson Williams not playing. Like, why is Devontae Freeman the guy who's consistently been getting a jersey? Because we've seen life out of Murray. He's earned his jersey every week. We're flip-flop between Bell and, and Williams, but what has Freeman really done to this point? Well, we saw what Freeman does. He, he had a good game today. Yeah, he had some good, like, and, it, you know, he didn't pop anything off, but it was good, like, seven to ten-yard runs, six to eight-yard runs. Like, he was just, especially on first down, was getting the ball down the field and allowing the Ravens to operate ahead of the sticks. This was just a very impressive performance. As you said, I, I, you almost, I almost got up this morning, you know, you like, as a fan, you're kind of itching for, you know, like, let's go, like, let's go head to head with this team. Like we don't think yeah. we I mean, me and Marty T predicted the Ravens were going to lose. <laughs> so you know, this was a game where I, I, I expected to be, you know, in, in mass anxiety for all four quarters and, and the Ravens just straight up outplayed the charge in all three facets. Wink Martindale, just a tremendous job putting, putting Justin Herbert under pressure, throwing different things at him. Um, and and I, I thought the Ravens defense just played with that trademark aggressiveness. They weren't on their heels. Um, it was just a, it was just a step up in class from their performance, uh, you know, three or four steps up from Monday, but just in general this year, I think this is clearly, you know, the, the most in control they felt of a game on the defensive side of the ball against, as you said, on offense, it's, it's tremendous. I, I mean, there, there's, you know, all the plaudits were deserved. They've been fantastic. Yeah. I think Wink Martindale prepared for just awesome preparation this week. The guys executed beautifully. I think Greg Roman did a great job of reeling in the, uh, I don't know, what do, what do you want to call it? The identity or the balance or the play calling. I thought for the most part, he really called a good game in terms of, hey, I mean, we threw the entire second half there against the Colts and the, today, we went back to the run game against a defense that does not defend the run well. We shoved it down their throats for those first two drives, and we continue to run the football well past that. Um, I think it really just restored some, um, I don't know if unpredictability is the right word, but some attitude um, in terms of the way that we run the ball and, and just, you know, when another team looks at the tape from today, they're going to look at it 
and look at the tape from the Colts game too. They're going to look at it and be like, this team can beat us in any fucking way that they want to. So, um, I mean, between the last two games that we've watched, um, especially today, like you're going to look at the Ravens and say, Hey, this team's capable of anything. It also seems like Roman, they didn't really, and this may have just been because of the flow of the game. It's not like they didn't like really let anything else out of the bag. I feel like for the second half and it yeah. was just a lot of vanilla call, like, again, just kind of just get this game over with. Let's not waste any of these good plays that, you know, I don't know, something that they may have drawn up. Um, just, just kind of keep it vanilla. And I mean, I, I think the two most impressive thing, and like I said, like the 2019, the time of possession sat 38 minutes for the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, that's, at 38 minutes, 27 first downs, almost doubling, almost doubling the Chargers. That's 2019 all over again. And again, like you would expect to look up and be like, oh, 250 yards from this guy or, you know, 100 yards from this guy. And like we said, Devontae Freeman had the juice today, nine carries, 53 yards. Le'Veon got in the end zone. Um, just a very weird game, like you said, that you were kind of waiting for it to explode. And I feel like all week we were – people were gearing up for like, oh, my God, fresh off the the Browns and Chargers. This is going to be a 1,000 yards. We're going to get 55 points combined. Like this is going to be an awesome fantasy game. And, it, I mean, it wasn't even close. But, again, the game – the game just lended itself to that. It wasn't close at all. Here's something that I'm just looking at right now that I think is really cool. Um, starting with three minutes remaining in the Colts game, the Ravens called, let's see, five plus six is 11, 22, 32. They called 52 plays um, on offense, five drives, 52 plays, five touchdowns, two two-point two, two two conversions, by the way only face one third down in that entire stretch hmm. one third and four. And they converted that today. So they had a, the offense had a stretch where they had five drives and only faced one third down scored touchdowns on all those and averaged over 10 plays per drive. That's incredible. These guys are eating on first and second down. Also, if you want to do the oversimplification, which is a lot of what these matchups become, where it's the quarterback first quarterback, uh, the things that Lamar Jackson did were way more effective than the things that Justin Herbert's able to do. <laughs> Lamar, ja- Lamar Jackson. So many stuff that don't show up in the stat sheet either. I know that. Yeah, exactly. I know that's so simple. Lamar Jackson's stat line is not, you know, eye popping. 19 for 27, 167. It's, one, two picks. it's such a. Such so a 2019 stat line. It's a 2019 yeah. stat line. Well, I mean, he, he would put up five touchdowns in some of those games. Maybe a 2020 stat line where some of the stats, you look at his line and you're like, is, that doesn't look like a quarterback that played a good game. But you watch the game and you're like, okay, he missed a couple feel, uh, like throws downfield opportunities. And threw the one bad pick. And other than that. Right. But other than that, like he, he, the offense was just able to hum because of what he brings to the table. He said in the he, press conference that he uh, that he threw a really good ball to the to the on the first pick. He said he said he didn't see him. Yeah, and he said, "Well, I, I clearly yeah. that was uh, the other one. The other one was on Bateman, but you know, he just you know, even when he's not able to put up eye popping stats, you know, he's able to lead his team to thirty four points. And Justin Herbert was you know it, you know the things he does well were shut down. He wasn't really able to adjust and get their offense going like despite that being his stat line the Ravens had just the Ravens had three sustained long drives which takes the life out of other teams and that's what Lamar Jackson does uh on the running back side as we talked about nine carries for Freeman nine for Latavius Murray eight for Le'Veon Bell very evenly split so there's no clear and a touchdown for each of them 
touchdown for each of them. So everyone was making like, oh, it's the 2017 All-Stars. It's the 2015 All-Stars. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, it's the Pro Bowl retirement home. Just a lot of those jokes trying to get off. None yeah. Of them were, I but, loved, by the way, the end around. I don't know what made it look so good. I think he was able to get the ball and get downfield so quickly, but the Duvernay end around for 11 yards, such a simple play. It's just one play in the game. Didn't really mean a lot per se, but I just thought that play looked awesome. It just looked sweet. Like that looks like an offense that's just able to do things just because it's like, Hey, we're going to have some fun with this one. We're just going to first down to our, our fourth wide receiver or whatever on this play. So um, Duvernay's kick returns, punt returns looked awesome too. So, um, but there's others, some other small things that we did in this game, not small things, not even football things, but they just reeked 2019. Justin Tucker taking the photos of everybody on the bench and just having a great time with it. That is, that just is quintessential 2019. We're routing a good football team at home type of shit. I mean, that Houston Texans team that we routed 41 seven at home in 2019. It felt so much like that game where it's just like, oh, we were supposed to get a good game from this team today. Yeah, right. We're going to take photos on the sidelines and whoop it up. And uh, and then Tyler Huntley, like taking that first down run, just right up the middle for 10 yards for first down on his first carry. Like just things like that. Teams playing with attitude. Uh, the fourth and 13 where where Wink th- like just brought the house on a blitz in a, in a meaningless moment there, but just just because his defense is playing with attitude. I fucking love that so much. This is Wink saying like, yeah, we're just going to keep getting after this kid, make his life hell. We're going to make him remember us if we see them in January. I love it so much. I, it's such a fun game today. Taylor, going going off of uh, your, your comment about the no funny jokes about the running backs, I, I saw one funny joke. It was by Bill Barnwell. That the Ravens should bring oh, in Bill different. Bill really good. The Ravens should bring a good in writer. It's not very funny. In the past, every week, so they can score one final touchdown. Get Rudy Johnson to score. It's, it's Dominic Rhodes time. You can't stop Marcel Ship, et cetera, et cetera. Oh my God! <laughs> I thought that was good. Who would be your top guy you'd want to bring back? Um, Dale White. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Chris Johnson will be fun in this offense. Chris Johnson. Chester Chris Johnson. Taylor. Ooh, Chester mm. Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. We're just gonna do. We're just gonna do. Um, Jerry yeah. Allen's a great call. You know who we're talking about? Mount Rushmore. Ago, thanks. Remember who we were talking about from Notre Dame? Julius Jones. Bring him. Julius back. Jones. Yeah. Julius Jones would be fun. So Felix bring in Julius Jones. Jones. Yeah, and Marion Barber, and Lawrence Maroney. <laughs> Here's one. Maurice Claret. Oh, Claret. <laughs> uh, so you were talking about the end arounds, and they've they've done some interesting things to get Duvernay involved. This Duvernay punt return kick return thing is 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 becoming a little bit of a weapon. It, you know, bit, it, yeah, it kind of put the Chargers away at the beginning of this, that return, kind of put them away. Yeah, like, yeah, that was kind of the half. feeling at halftime. We had kind of 15 minutes to think about how that first half went. And it was like, well, the offense played pretty well, but the last five minutes of that half were awfully confusing because we got that pick from Deshaun, which was stunning to find it was his first career interception. And then um, Lamar throwing that pick on the very first play where I was kind of like, why didn't we just run the ball there? 17 nothing on like in control four and a half minutes that felt like the kind of drive where you run the ball and you just drain the clock and you either take the field goal or you get the touchdown and just squash them right then and there we got a little too greedy i think and and um i can completely see where lamar thought that bateman was wide open going across the middle there um but oops yeah there's a linebacker there in coverage um but then you have halftime to think about like, okay, we're going to get the ball. We have an opportunity to like go down the field and really make a statement. Duvernay comes out and runs it down the sideline there to close to midfield. And we just kind of 
putts along and, and run some clock out and, and score a touchdown there. And it was kind of over right there. His two punt returns made a difference too on two touchdown drives. And in a world where you don't get a lot of big punt returns in the first half, um, after the Ravens scored and the, the, uh, the, I can't talk, the Chargers went three and out. Um, they punted 69 yards nice to the Baltimore 12. Duvernay takes it back to the 26 for 14 yards. Like that's not nothing like to get out to the 26, as opposed to having to fair catch that or going out of bounds inside the 20, um, you know, sets up a touchdown drive. Then in the second half, um, the Ravens are up 27, six at this point. Um, but they punt 57 yards to Baltimore 18. Duvernay returned it 17 yards to the 35, sets up another touchdown drive. So his three returns that really made a difference all set up touchdowns. And uh, he's, he's, you know, getting some looks on offense too. He's becoming kind of a Swiss army knife playmaker in a variety of different situations that it's becoming valuable. Um, and that's going to help a team like the Ravens who, you know, with good field position can, you know, go, you know, sit there at the beginning of the half and go 12 plays for 52 yards and seven twenty one, just eating mm-hmm. up time over 52 yards. That gets me um, off so much. It's just, just ridiculous. off that and drive just, time. I mean, that's just, that's, that's the game. I mean, that is the game at that point. They take off seven twenty one off the clock and score. Yeah. Means even more if the defense can play like this regularly. Yeah. yeah. To make it 24 to six. I mean, at that point, the Chargers just don't have that many drives left unless they're going to score really fast. It was they weren't, they were not in the position to score really fast. I think there was like two or three minutes left in the third and Gumbo was like, the Chargers have to get a stop like here or the next drive, or it's basically done because that's what he, he just said, what you were saying. Like, they're running out of drives here. Like they're just not going to get the ball back with the way the Ravens are moving the ball. And he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't lying about it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the drive chart here and these drives are just pitiful by the chargers. I think I they said the longest drive was like 35 yards or they hadn't had more than 35 yards in a drive or something. They had a nine play punt drive. And a nine-play, 18-yard turnover on downs drive. I don't even know how you do that. How is that possible? Like, just penalties? Uh, first, no. second, third, fourth. They, they pushed it across on a fourth and one. Then a first down that they converted. And then turnover on downs. So, I will yeah, say. It's incredible. Chargers uniforms look good. Oh, they do. They always do. Yeah. Gotta give them credit where credit's due. Yeah. They showed up Absolutely. uniform wise. They put their uniforms on today. Credit the to uniforms them. did show up. Also, yeah. I'm looking at the schedule the next three weeks, four weeks. Home for Bengals, home for Vikings, at Dolphins on that Thursday night, and then at Bears. I mean licking our chops. Yeah. I mean the the Bengals, Bengals we gotta be on our toes about. Yeah, they're feisty. Gotta, they're, gotta, they're good. I don't think they're feisty. I think they're good. It's a frisky team. Yeah, I think also, they're beyond that that frisky range. They kind of leapfrogged that. You're also looking at a possible nine and one going into a three game, a f- well, three game stretch. Browns, Steelers, it's the gauntlet. Browns. It's the yeah. Browns, Steelers, Browns, Packers. Packers, and then Bengals, Rams, Steelers to end it all. So it's uh, you know, buckle up. It's it looks like it's going to be a fun one. Some good games down there. Yeah, and really this win, like we've said. Uh, before the game on Wednesday when we did the podcast, this this win means something in the, in the standings for the Chargers and what what playoff implications. So um, let me just click on over to the standings here. Uh, yeah, it's it's us and the Bills here as the only one loss teams in the conference. So 
Um, not really, uh, not, not a huge tiebreaker guy off the top of my head, but I don't know what we have to do to get ahead of them. It's obviously pretty early to start talking about that stuff, but, um, just in terms of us beating the chargers and the, I think everybody expects the chiefs to get right back up there and do time at the top of the standing. So we got wins over those guys. So that's all you can really hope for. Obviously right now the Ravens would be in the number one seed because Buffalo has not played yet. They play. Okay, them all yeah. True, 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 um, true, 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 true. Right now the, um, the, um, now we have a hundred playoff teams, but the top eight, is in this order because they're tie breaking it on the playoff standings on ESPN. So you can just, you just have it. Yeah. Ravens, Bills, Chargers, Titans, Bengals, Raiders, Broncos, Browns. Obviously the Browns are playing right now. Chiefs are three and three. The Chiefs once again, though, I mean, just they play. I mean, Mahomes is making some sloppy decisions. The interception he threw today was somehow worse than the interception that Tua threw earlier. And it was like those two and then the Lamar one all for like what pick is going to be worse. Yeah, the worst pick. They yeah. were all really, really bad, but I think you got to give it to Mahomes. But then naturally the second half, they absolutely boat raced the uh, – They did. The football team. The team. Yeah, the team, the team, the team, the team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as you said, you no, know, this is big. The Ravens now with head-to-head victories over the Chargers and the Chiefs who are, you know, I think are going to continue to be two of the better teams in the AFC. Don't get a chance to get that to get that against the Bills, but – you know, you 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 kind of beat the teams that are in front of you that you need tiebreakers against. I don't think the one against the Raiders is going to come into play. I you know think that's why. What what happened with them? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I just it's just just, a feeling, I, just sort of a feeling. I get. yeah. Um, but you know, not just totally extrapolating that from nothing. I back yeah. back could have been any team. I just you know did something happen with them? I don't know. I'll have okay. to check. I'll look Twitter into it. No, I'll like see if their social team sent out any more outstanding tweets. Oh <laughs> you think thing back. It's so amazing. funny that that that's, 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 that's now like the fourth most embarrassing thing that's happened to the franchise in the last like eight months. Yeah, that yeah. social media person is like wiping the like, it's like Ooh. yeah, stemming from an investigation, nothing to do with them. Yeah, yeah. It has everything to do with the, the team down the road. All roads lead back to Ashburn, baby. All yeah. All roads lead back to Lando. I heard that they had Sean Taylor number 21 cupcakes and all the sweets today. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if what, that order was put all, in months ago the, or what. All the controversy, <laughs> all the controversy was there. Uh his family on the field like crying as it happened. Very emotional. Very yeah. nice to see. Not nice to see. Obviously, you would like him, but like, <laughs> but, it, but but in 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 terms of how that was saying, I know what you're saying. Yeah, in terms of how it was presented all week, like you forget that like this is a family of this guy. Like, it you know. it is crazy to see how old like his daughter is now. Which I know that's yeah. how time works, and like people yeah. grow up as the years go by. But it's it's that was bizarre. Yeah, the football team. Um, as you said, Ravens you know, now kind of go into a stretch where maybe they can continue to stack wins here. What a topsy-turvy start. Bengals, one o'clock next week, then a bye week, and then a Vikings team that I think the Ravens should handle pretty easily, and then a bad Dolphins team. I'm all excited now. Now that you mentioned the schedule, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm all fired up about that. Yeah, the, the Dolphins are bad. That, 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 that. Oh, what a dagger loss for them today. That would have been a fun home game on a Thursday night. That could have been very a very fun Thursday. Just, to, just a kind of a no stressor. I say that now, and maybe that's people... yeah. The, the the Thursday night home just game against some scrub team. That Jets game the was Jets a lot of fun. Team, the Jets yeah. game, yeah. Oh, yeah. First week of the play, yeah. fantasy playoffs too, where 
And I mean, your boy had Lamar and, and Mark Ingram. Tua right now is in a very Sam Darnold from two years ago kind of state where people are still not sure if he's good. And That's a great some point. Big plays and he makes some bad plays. And the Ravens would have just destroyed him. And I, I love this. I love the tongue of I love family. I'm on the record, but I, you know, he's Tua losing. He's down. losing me. He's losing me bad. Hmm. He, he, yeah, yeah. We don't need to break down Jags Dolphins too much, but. Uh, <laughs> Just Is that our last London game of the year? It better be. There's one I more. I think next week there's one more. I An think they do three weeks of it. An incredible moment. Our friend and your roommate, uh, Black Kyle, um, watching the end of the game at the tailgate and just immediately putting his sweatshirt on over his Dolphins. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. And he, I, he, he had that joyful optimism that they were going to yeah, win at twenty. Well, because they – I mean, they, they looked like they were in control. They yeah, had the ball. Off, yeah, he knows, uh, he knows too. Like, yeah, that's I mean, just life. <laughs> he wanted the season over in week two. The any other takeaways from this Ravens game? It, it's so, it's so weird to not, you know, we could go through like all of the good things that happened. It just was a very, this is an over yours word, but a very vintage Baltimore Ravens from the last two or three years type of performance. That's just what it reminded me of the entire time, with maybe a little less explosiveness from Lamar needed to be used at times, but. Just tremendous. Yeah. It, it looked like the Chargers were just like wanting the clock. Like they wanted a running clock. Like they were kind of like, all right, let's just get this over with and let's get back on the plane. They did, yeah. it, it seemed like very early on they did not want to be there. And again, that's the like scary 2019 Ravens that they instilled that fear in teams. And like, again, there it wasn't really a game at any point outside of the first 10 minutes of the, the first quarter. I'm with you. Just I love squashing teams. Squashing teams is so fun. And we talked about, I feel like, the first three weeks of the season or so where we're like, we just have to understand that the Ravens are not that team anymore. Yeah, they're not going to – they're not just going to have these teams roll over and let them pat their belly. Like, it's just not the way that this team is anymore. They just aren't built that way. Well, maybe they are. <laughs> maybe they are. So – uh, they got some teams here where I think that they, maybe they can flex their muscles a little bit on. Hopefully that's the case, and hopefully they don't look past any of them. But, um, yeah, I mean, four, four, like you said, four games against teams that we should beat with a bye week mixed in, and then we're going to be raring to go against those uh, that bullshit like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland three-week period where Cleveland gets a bye week between the two games. But whatever. I'm ready what for that. We- want to make one more point and I'll allow you guys to finish it off. Should you have anything else to say? I, I talked about to, to limit the Colts running game at times, that that was kind of a, helping to set up their passing game. Just an absolute domination of anything the Chargers trying to join the ground. Now they were forced into throwing because they, they went down, but Eckler's six carries for seven yards. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just putting it. <laughs> I mean, he's that's one of your guy. Best, that's my guy. One of the 10 best running backs in football, in my opinion. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. How many catches um, did he have? He had four catches for 48 yards. Keenan Allen okay. five for 50 to lead him. Herbert was 22 of 39 for 195. Just, But I was very impressed by the Ravens' ability to balance their aggressiveness you know, and going after Herbert with really good pursuit of the football when the Chargers did decide to run the ball. I mean, they just keep mm-hmm. nothing going on the ground. And it made them very, very one-dimensional what they were trying to do. Just 
an A plus performance with a like sixty circles around the A plus for the Ravens defense. You you couldn't really have played a better game than they did today. Completely agree. I mean, just look at the I look at the rushing stats. I look at the time of possession. I look at the defensive yards allowed. There's just so like third down conversions. I fucking love everything about this win. One of four on fourth downs for them for the Chargers. Um, three of 12 on third down. Those are just two stats we hadn't mentioned yet, but that I kind of alluded to there. Um, we only sacked Herbert twice, but it felt like we were just all over him. So always um, in his kitchen. Always in his kitchen. That's what it's all about, baby. I love it. Wink Martindale, A plus. Yeah, fantastic uh performance by by them all around. This was just fun. This was fun. It was just smiling. I was smiling the entire time. Absolutely. I mean. I mean, we're back, baby. Like I, I, I said the Ravens are back and then people were like, Oh, well, did they ever really leave? And I was like, well, yeah, we've been winning. We've been good the whole time, but those Ravens are back The 2019 Ravens, the the kick people's teeth in Ravens are back. So let's have some fun with it, baby. I'm fired up. Played with some edge today. That was a fun one to watch. And I'm sure Ravens fans enjoyed it. It was fun to be out there. You and I out at the tailgates, just feeling that feeling Mm -hmm. the environment. Football. Yeah, the vibes are good out there. It must be like I don't know the that people prime so time good. or uh, I don't know that people tailgate for prime time games the way they do for one o'clock games because I think it's such a commitment for a one o'clock game and you're just like we're day drinking we're gonna have a day with it. It felt like the parking lot had an extra vibe to it. Maybe that's what happens when you win two games the way we did. Uh, maybe it's just a matter of circumstance. Maybe it's because the Chargers are a good team, but the parking lot was buzzing today. By the way, real quick, this is going to get carried away this entire week. I guarantee it. Bengals linebacker Logan Wilson. Have you seen his quotes? No, but I can't wait to hear him. Do- Dove, Dove, Kleiman. That's a, a reporter. Yeah, I, yeah, I never yeah, had a, yeah, I know the yeah. name. Yeah. So he tweeted out the quote that says uh, from Logan that said, Lamar is a running back who plays quarterback. He clipped it at that. The full quote is, He's dynamic. He's a running back who also plays quarterback. So I feel like Ravens fans are going to take that. They're not going to look at the entire quote. They're going to oh, see. Oh, yeah. Like, that's fine. Oh, that's like, that's fine. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. That's He's complimenting a, him, I think. I'll 100% jump on the train to get annoyed at that guy, but that's a brutal out of context by the reporter. Oh, 100%. <laughs> and, and like, it's something he knew. And you got to know better. He if knew I'm what he was doing. person for the Bengals, I am pissed. And I'm, I've called that guy already. You're that calling be, Dove? Dove? 100%. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like <laughs> that's a clear. You like, got to know better. Those are those are just the key words. You just can't say those words when you're yeah. just talking about Lamar Jackson. You can't hey, do it. He, so he we're going to crush Lamar. him this week. We're going to crush him. I'm not I'm not giving him any. I mean, if Dove Cleveland puts whatever his name is. This <laughs> Dove. Dove. <laughs> he fucking puts that shit out there. Is that, that that's his quote? Then that's his quote. And we're going to hammer him for it. Don't we're worry. Screenshot Rainey, Rainey. the shit out of that. Ramey's in the comments saying this, this just isn't what you want it to be perceived as, but the media go media. And then he <laughs> said, to clarify, I attached the video for people to judge for themselves. What Logan said, hopefully it was a compliment. I tagged him if he wants to explain. He tagged all the everyone involved. He tagged Lamar. He tagged Logan. So why doesn't he focus on talking about the Lions today? And yeah, that's that a weird. Up, like right? why? Why? Why are they talk about Lamar on Tuesday? Well, he got. I'm sure he got asked about it. What was there to say about the Lions game? The Lions are horrible. I mean, there, there's that, that that game was over. In the <laughs> we oh, we needed to get bailed out against them, but yeah, they're bad. I mean, they're really they're, really they're bad. bad. Yeah, that was yeah. Dan Dan I, Campbell's tears did not. My guy, Elite Golf, ain't so good right now. So. 
popular survivor league pick this week Mm. 34 six over the chargers we'll see you this week for the main pod and then back next sunday for another instant analysis god it's really nice to not do these at like one in the morning um uh, we'll see you next time on the x52 podcast presented by jimmy seafood